Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. That's what you're going to hear at 5 in the morning in a couple of hours because we, the Oscars are upon us. Some of my favorites will not get nominated. That's, a, that's okay with me because they were my favorites, such as Robert Eggers' The North Man and the brilliant performance by Alexander Skarsgård and Anya Taylor-Joy and even Nicole Kidman and Ethan. I loved The Northman. Jason Almy knows this because Jason Almy, I told him to watch The Northman and why I absolutely love The Northman, I, I thought it was amazing. Or Bros. I'm sure Bros isn't going to get a whole bunch of nominations. I wish it would. Such a such a hilarious comedy. Moving. Transformative. Truly was. The Pale Blue Eye. That was such a great film. A great performance. Christian Bale. Come on. And then um, the gentleman who played um, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, that right there deserves a nomination. But it's not going to happen. What? Okay. So, uh, I haven't seen all of the films. I have seen The Banshees of Inishirin. And I loved it. I watched it on Christmas Eve. On HBO Max. And then I bought it. Yeah. That that same day, I ordered it. The, the Blu-ray. I love The Banshees of Inishirin. You've got Colin Farrell and you've got Brendan Gleeson. A really great supporting cast. I think they're all going to get nominated. Um, Michelle Yeoh, who I I want to see that film. And um, she should have been nominated for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Michelle Yeoh has been doing it for almost 40 years in this industry and is finally getting her dues that that really that right there deserves the nomination Jamie Lee Curtis might get her first career nomination for everything and everything all at once as will um, uh, Q Kwan from I mean Short Round and Goonies talk about a comeback okay Angela Bassett who hasn't been nominated since What's Love Got to Do With It? What's the Problem There Academy? Martin McDonough for the brilliant Banshees of Inishirin. Um, it's it's going to be a different, you know, and then, of course, I will not watch the Elvis film. I, I think we're all kind of tired of it right now. I think we are. But that's just me. Um... First and foremost, and I and I have to tell people this, including my brother who does not like watching the Oscars, and when we do have it on, he criticizes it 
because Spider-Man was not nominated. And I say to him, you must understand that this is an industry award show. This is not popcorn. Well, yeah, but they're all tight. They, they, they hold their noses and they're snobs. Well, you're damn right they're snobs. It's Hollywood. But this is an industry awards show. This is not Spider-Man coming home. Okay? I'm sorry that you're upset that it didn't get nominated. But seriously? Or, or Top Gun Maverick? You really think that? Come on. An Oscar for that? I didn't even like the first Top Gun. But I digress. This is an industry award that has been around since 1929. This this award is, I mean, almost 100 years old. Think about it. First it was called the Academy Award of Merit. And then later it was called the Oscar. Okay? There have been many presidents of the Academy. And, and also it's called the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Sometimes they get it right. Sometimes they don't get it right. A lot of times they really don't know what they're doing. Maybe it's a popularity contest. It's a political contest. You have to campaign. You have to kiss a lot of butt. Okay. And then there are moments where everyone in that room pretty much voted for you. Sir Anthony Hopkins when he won in 1992 for the Silence of the Lambs. That win and that performance. It was almost the entire actor's branch voted for him. And then he won again almost 30 years later for The Father. He is now the oldest winner of Best Actor ever. Surpassing the late Christopher uh, Plummer, who won for Beginners, and the late Jessica Tandy, who is still the oldest actress, Best Actress winner at age 81 for Driving Miss Daisy. This award has a lot of weight to it. Not just the physical weight, but the weight of your name is forever synonymous with Oscar winner. George Clooney joked about that when he won his first Oscar for Syriana. And then he was nominated for directing. That that is a that is a very rare feat. And George Clooney is able to accomplish that. Huh. It's going to be an interesting year. It truly is. Um, but as I said, my money's on. The Banshees of Inishirin. I loved it. It made me want to go and visit. That, that's the thing about a really good film. It makes you want to go there. It makes you want to experience. I mean, I, I don't want to experience what Brendan Gleeson does. But then there's some reason behind that very macabre but some would say macabre from looking in you know not knowing the story but then you know the story and even the dog knows the story come on or even Jenny you know the the, the mule or the pony I'm sorry 
that that whole film and Colin Farrell's performance that is a performance I've never seen him give ever that's why it's so special and then Brendan Gleeson and him the way they kind of it's it's a tap dance it's a tap dance of a film because you don't know what's going to happen next you are truly on the edge of your seat okay those are good films and then Bill Nye in, in Living I mean oh he's such a great actor and to finally you know get that opportunity and there are so many great actors that were never nominated that never won and Peter O'Toole said it best when asked the Oscars do you care yes of course statues made of snow well I'm not dead yet I loved Peter O'Toole I don't think any of us didn't like Peter O'Toole Peter O'Toole that's a rock star of an actor he you know got pissed drink when he got drunk with the great um uh Oh no! <laughs> now his name escapes me. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, that's sad. It's sad. I'm thinking of Dumbledore. Um, jeez, jeez, jeez. Um, oh, the sporting life. He was in this. Richard Harris, the late Richard Harris, and Peter O'Toole got so drunk. Those were rock stars of actors, okay? But what Peter O'Toole could do, first, Lawrence of Arabia, then Beckett, then the Lion in Winter. First, he's trading barbs with... Um, Richard Burton. Oh, God. And then next he's trading them with Catherine Hepburn. Peter O'Toole was so... Uh, he was feared. He was beloved. He just didn't give a shit. He was nominated eight times. Did not win. Okay? He didn't win. He got an honorary Oscar... And then he was nominated for the final time in 2007. Didn't win. There, you could see it on his face. You could just see it. It was sad. It was sad. Or the great Rosalind Russell, whom I absolutely loved, who did not win for playing anti-mame. And yes, I get it. Susan Hayward, I want to live. But... Rosalind Russell for anti-mame? A comedy. A comedy. Okay? <sighs> Dying is easy. Comedy is hard. Really, it is. So, as you've listened to me go into this spiel about the Academy Awards, the Oscars, the nominations, there's going to be some shocks. There is going, there's always, there's always a shock. Not everyone is going to be satisfied. 
or as but that that's the business that's why i i could never i spent time in los angeles with my cousins and as i will say it's a fun place to visit but i wouldn't want to live there and here's why that is a town that you work in if i wanted to live in a town where i have to work every day and think about work and eat work no it's creative in that you can do anything you want create creatively there's always someone to back something there's always new ideas but it is just one of those towns where you have to put on motley crew doctor feel good and realize you're going into the depths of hell baby you're going to the depths of hell the people who have gone to hollywood and crashed and burned you've never heard you've never heard of them it is sunset boulevard i am big it's the pictures that became small norma desmond i mean right there that's what hollywood does to a person all right mr demille i'm ready for my close up remember that she walks into that fucking camera and it until it goes out of focus that's what it's about okay that's what it's about maintaining that okay maintaining that you you can't you can't forever and what the oscars do is they award these legendary performances vito corleone in the godfather Vito Corleone, Godfather 2, Sally Bowles in Cabaret. All right. <sighs> Shirley MacLaine in terms of it that's such a great performance. Because she makes you laugh, she makes you cry. She makes you mourn. Ben Kingsley and Gandhi I mean shit. And then there are those who should have won for their performances. Yes, I get it. Tom Hanks and and Forrest Gump is is very moving. But I'm sorry. The better performance was um Shawshank Redemption and yes I get it <laughs> Morgan Freeman did win for supporting for Million Dollar Baby but Morgan Freeman is a lead actor and he should have won for Shawshank Redemption he should have and those are the stuff of legend it really is these performances that live forever you'll never forget and the and the academy when when, <laughs> when they're good they award those performances Okay. 
Huh. Sometimes they award them three times. Isn't that right? Francis McDormand. I love Francis McDormand. Come on. Isn't that right? Catherine, Hep- Catherine Hepburn, who never showed up to collect. We're talking collect for Morning Glory. Guess who's coming to dinner? My personal favorite, The Lion in Winter. And on Golden Pond. Never showed up because she thought she'd lose. Four fucking times. Daniel Day-Lewis. First for I Love My Left Foot. And then another film I loved, There Will Be Blood. And then the third time for Lincoln. Daniel Day-Lewis has a feat that no actor has. He's closer to Catherine Hepburn than Catherine Hepburn is closer to Catherine Hepburn. Because he has three leads. Or the fact that they finally gave that brilliant chameleon of an actor, Gary Oldman, an Oscar for playing none other than Winston Churchill. So the Academy holds a lot of weight. The fact that no black actress has won lead actress since Halle Berry. How shame. What a shame. That when Michelle Yeoh wins, she will become the first Asian actress to win a lead Oscar. Yeah. That's something. That's something. If Angela Bassett wins, woo! There's justice. I mean, she should have won for playing Tina Turner. I, Angela Bassett is the example of an actress who always gets better. It doesn't matter her age or how she looks or her dress or her character. Angela Bassett is the real deal. And if you want a class on acting, watch Angela Bassett and the way she moves her body in a performance and her facial expressions. And she's really digging in. People don't talk about that. But she wins that Oscar. Oh, that's justice, baby. That's justice. Huh. If for some fantastical reason that the Northman does get some nominations, just know that I'm going to be talking about it because I think Robert Eggers made such a great film. For me, it's not about box office. Yes, I know they gave Robert Eggers a lot of fucking money. <laughs> But Mr. Eggers, I, I, in, in some fantasy world, I, I wish he would listen to the show. I not only have the soundtrack to The Northman, I have the movie and I bought the fucking book. The companion behind the scenes to The Northman. Uh, yeah, okay. Just magnificent. And may the best person get nominated. And may we all win, okay? So, the Academy Awards, the nominations will be announced in a couple of hours. I'm going to go to sleep. 
So this is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, Unpleasant Dreams. <laughs>